creating need. Obviously, no need, no sale. Let's understand that the other fundamentals have now set the stage for you to lead into the very important part of your presentation where you establish the reasons why somebody should own your product or service. You've had great body language and energy level. You have established rapport. You have used third party. You've gained control. And now you're going to create the need and the reasons why somebody should own your product and actually pay their hard-earned money for your product or for your service. This is crucial. The better that you create need and actually combine this with building value, because these are sister and brother chapters, the easier it's going to be to roll into assuming the sale. And obviously, these things are all done smoothly together. When you listen to this chapter, you meld it with building value, and you meld it with assuming the sale, you'll see how the three of these combine to roll into a very smooth close of the sale. The fact is, is that when you are creating need, you have to make your product or service walk on water. People have many choices of things that they're going to spend their money, their hard-earned money on, many products, many services. Why yours? Why? Because your product or service is going to make a profound difference in their life. And any product or service that I've ever sold has come across that way, that this is something that must be done, and I've been able to demonstrate, A, all of the negatives if they did not buy my product or service, or B, all of the benefits if they did buy the service. And both of these two must be established at a very high level. So the fact is, is that you have to paint pictures and create in someone's mind how your product and service is going to make a massive difference. And without it, their life would not be the same. And I was able to do this with all of my products. For example, when I was selling vacuum cleaners, I sold a vacuum cleaner I thought was the very best. And I would go into a person's home and I would demonstrate that right now, without this vacuum cleaner, the dirt is not being taken out of their carpet. Their home is dirty. And with my machine, their home is going to be clean and the air is going to be clean. And really, I was focusing on two things. I was focusing on the pain of not having what I had to offer or the pleasure of having my product. The fact is, is that Tony Robbins teaches this in personal power. One of the great motivational CDs of all time, one I recommend you listen to and use along with Sales Superstar because it's a life-changing CD series. The fact is, Tony Robbins says that people are motivated by two things. Either they want to avoid pain or gain pleasure. In reality, avoiding pain is something that people will work harder at than actually gaining pleasure. I want you to think about this. Here is the scenario that Pearson McDonald always used in the training classes. Your next-door neighbor calls you up. It's 2 in the morning and says, Hey, guy, I got your 50 bucks. Come on over and pick it up. What do you do? You hang up the phone. You say, Call me tomorrow. 2 o'clock in the morning, your neighbor calls you up and says, Hey, guy, the lights are flashing outside your house. I think the cops are down there and you parked on the wrong side of the road. What do you do? You jump out of bed. You move your car because you don't want to lose the $50. The pain of loss is quite often more than the pleasure of gain. One of the reasons that people will not act on things as quickly as they should is because it's too painful. 
Well, we need to establish pain and the negatives of not having our product or service and all of the benefits by having the product or service, the life-changing effects of your product or service. And it doesn't really matter what you're selling. This can be done. I did this with my vacuum cleaners. I also did this with water filters. I demonstrated that the water that people were drinking was dirty. It was from Lake Ontario. It was proven in there that there was 56 chemicals and 23 of them caused cancer. And that was the pain. What you were drinking right now was painful. It was harmful. And when you put in my water filter, it took it all out and it gave you pure water and made your life so much better. No matter what you're selling, whether it's financial services, whether it's an automobile, whether it's a photocopier, this can easily be established in any sales presentation. And the better you establish it, the easier it's going to be to build the value and assume the sale. The fact is, if you don't establish some pain and you don't show some pleasure by having your product input into someone's life, then you're going to have a difficult chance closing. As I said, your product, your service has to walk on water. One of the reasons that I chose to be in the health industry is because for me, ultimate pain is not feeling my best or having a high level of energy. And exercising, taking high-quality supplements, and eating properly is something that's going to make a huge change. So anybody that was to sit down with me I would be able to get so excited about this that it would be very difficult for me not to demonstrate that my products or service would be able to make a massive difference in their life. Obviously, in the weight loss business, again, this is very easy to do, and that's why I love being in the health and weight loss business. But really, for any product or service, this is something that you can easily do. Now, one thing that you really need to understand is this, and this is a very profound statement. Because here we are talking about creating a pain and pleasure scenario. But the better job you do at creating that need, demonstrating how powerful your product can be in this person's life, the more seriously they're going to take your product or service, the more they're going to respect it, and the more they're going to use it, and the more they're going to get out of it. Whereas if you do a lackadaisical job of selling, and the people aren't that excited about it, and they still do end up buying it, the fact is, they're not going to take the product as serious as if you did a fantastic presentation, really created the need, and really hit their hot buttons, and really established the fact that this can make a huge difference in their life. This reminds me of the time when I walked into a sporting goods store when I was 10 years old, and the sporting goods salesman sold me on the fact that the water ski against the wall, that sacred water ski, was the best one out there. And I couldn't afford it. I had no money. I was 10 years old. I went and I got a paper route and I delivered the paper for six months over the winter in Ottawa, Ontario in 1972, where the average temperature was minus 20 at 6 a.m. in the morning. I saved up that money. I bought that water ski and I used that water ski to my mid-20s and I skied and I love skiing on that ski. I got so much out of it. The fact is, when you do a great job, selling somebody on your product or service, they're going to get great results. Again, the better job you do with this, the more seriously your clients are going to take it and the way more they're going to get out of it. Let's talk about one thing that people can do when they sell a product or service. They can forget to create the need because they assume that someone should know that they needed this. Now, obviously, if somebody already knew that they needed your product or service, they would already own it 
and you would not be doing this sales presentation. The reality is, is that if you really believe in your product or service, you may have been selling it for a year, six months, five years, 10 years, or 20 years. You probably own or use your product or service, and you assume that everybody should know how good it is. But when you assume that someone needs it, and you don't dig deep, and you don't create the pain, and you don't show the pleasure of owning, then you won't make the sale. Pearson always said that the deeper the hole, when you throw the rope, the more someone's going to want to grab it. And think about this visually. If you're in a five-foot hole, you can easily jump out. You're not in a panic to grab onto the rope. But if you're in a 200-foot well and that rope comes down, you grab on. The fact is I've witnessed this over and over, and I've made this mistake. I recall in the weight loss business, I was in a clinic one day, and one of our top sellers was taking in a new prospect for a health analysis. And this prospect was approximately 120 pounds overweight. It should have been extremely obvious that she needed our weight loss program. 45 minutes, she walked out, and there was no sale. Why was there no sale? We went over it afterwards, and this salesperson, who is one of the top salespeople in our company, said to me, you know what? I didn't really establish the need. Well, the point is, is that we need to make sure no matter what, no matter how, obvious it is that somebody needs our product or service that we take the proper time we obviously establish all the benefits of having our product we establish all of the negatives if you don't have our product and we create the experience in advance as i talk about in the assumption chapter of how this is going to really improve their life now you have to combine showing and telling when you do this all talking obviously is not as good. I talk about this in the chapter in Gaining Control. You need to show and tell. You need to have the good body language. You need to combine this with build value because build value and create need are brother and sister. And if you create the need at the high level and you build the value combined, when you roll into assuming the sale and you assume properly and all four other fundamentals have been used, your closing percentage realistically should be up at 80 or 90%. So again, let's review this very quickly. First of all, no need, no sale. Number two, you have to prove that your product or service is worth more than your prospect's hard-earned money. Three, need and build value go hand-in-hand to roll into assumption. Four, you have to create a scenario where having your product or service will make someone's life extremely better. These pictures must be painted. And they also have to understand that by not having your product or service, their life will be worse. Profound statement. Next, number five. The better job you do at this, the better they will respect your product or service and the more they will get out of it. Next, pain and pleasure are used to do this. Tony Robbins teaches this. This is the foundation of his whole series, Personal Power, and it's so true. Next, forget need, all right, and forget the sale. Do not forget it and do not take it for granted. Next, you have to hit a person's hot buttons. And once you establish their hot buttons, this is done by asking questions. You can now go back to these in the objection handling phase. For example, if you're selling weight loss and you understand that the reasons that the person want the product or service is A, they want to lose 30 pounds because they want to be able to play with their children more and they want to reduce the risk of diabetes that runs in the family. 
you have to remember what these hot buttons were and be able to come back to these if you did not close the sale on the first ask and you've got objections. When you're handling objections and you're having a difficult time, you have to come back and recreate need. You can't just handle objections by not coming back to the reasons why somebody's buying to start off with. So that's it for create need. Combine this with build value, roll it into assuming the sale, and let's get the closing percentage up to 80% or more.